Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Tomatodito Show. And this weekend, not only do we have a huge fight in the 135-pound division between Devin Haney as he puts his WBC title on the line against a 19-year veteran in Jorge Linares, we have another legend fighting elsewhere. These guys are fighting in Las Vegas. Uh, the other legend that I'm speaking about is going to be fighting at the Dignity Health Sports Park, uh, formerly known as the StubHub Center in Carson, California. It's going to be a Showtime telecast. And this person that I'm speaking about is none other than the Filipino Flash, Nonito Donaire, who is not only looking to make history, personal history, but also has a chance to make history in the bantamweight division. And he's going to be fighting the champ, Nordin Ubali, who is putting his WBC bantamweight title on the line. So the WBC sanctioning body is going to be busy there. They're all over the place. They have that title on the line, uh, which Devin Haney is going to be defending or, or looking to defend against Jorge Linares. On that same card, you have Chantel Cameron against uh, Melissa Hernandez out of Puerto Rico. And she's putting her junior lightweight title on the line. Um, that's going to be, that's going to be an interesting, an interesting fight as well. And then in California, you got Nonito Donaire, uh, looking to make history and having another title shot against Nordin Ubali, the Frenchman Nordin Ubali of Moroccan descent. Uh, Nordin Ubali, let's, let's dive into him. Uh, Nordin Ubali is 17 and 0 at the moment. So perfect record. 12 of those 17 victories have come by way of knockout. Um, 71% knockout ratio. Uh, he's 5'4 and 64-inch uh, reach. And of course, he is a southpaw, a power puncher at that. Um, we look at Nonito Daner, 40 wins, 6 defeats. 26 of those 40 wins have come by the fast lane, by way of the fast lane, by knockout. Uh, 57% KO ratio on his behalf. He's going to be the taller fighter. He's got two inches above uh, uh, Nordin Ubali. He's 5'6", and uh, with a 68 reporting, with a 68-inch reach to the 64-inch reach that Ubali has. So, keys to the fight. I mean, Ubali brings a title. Ubali brings a perfect record, and... Nonito Daner, yes, he's the older fighter. As a matter of fact, he is 20 years in. He started 20 years ago. He started his career in 2001. 38 years old, and once again, he has a chance to go for another title. That's the personal history he's looking to to, uh, to add another title, another title to his already decorated uh, resume. And the history that he could make, as far as boxing history is concerned, is that he would end up becoming, should he be successful tomorrow night, he would become the oldest to the oldest bantamweight champion um, in boxing history, beating the previous record that was set by former or fellow countrymen uh, in Jerry Peñalosa, who achieved that by beating Johnny Gonzalez back in 07. Uh, and, and he was 36 years old when he, uh, when he accomplished that, when he became the champ. Jerry Peñalosa, of course, a decorated, decorated career. And I mean, these have to be the, the three top, uh, Filipino fighters of, uh, of, of, in Filipino boxing history, right? I mean, there's many great names, but Jerry Peñalosa, uh, Manny Pacquiao and Onito Daner have definitely left their stamp and, and, and cemented their legacies as some of the Filipinos' greats. Um, 
uh, in the boxing world. So the Filipino Flash looking to make history against Nordino Bali. Nordino Bali, the keys to victory. Uh, he likes to press the action. He likes to get his opponents against the ropes. He's a power puncher. He likes to fight inside. Uh, if he's able to establish uh, the, the pace early on and start pushing by letting Nonito feel his power and start dictating the pace, pushing Nonito towards the ropes, that's going to be the key to victory for, for Rubali. He seems to do that very well against uh, all his prior opponents, hence the 12 knockouts and the 17 uh, victories and that perfect record that he holds. So that's the key to victory for Rubali. Continue uh, that, that work that he's uh, that's made him successful to date, and it's the power punching, that combination on the inside. He likes to, to, to engage in the center of the ring and press the action towards the ropes, putting the, the opponents at a disadvantage. Nonito Daner has seen it all, has been in there with them all. He's got a decorated uh, resume. I mean, from Victor Chinian back in the day to you name it. I mean, Carl Frampton, uh, he's been in there with Jesse Magdaleno, whom he lost to. But he's he's seen the new age and the old school uh, fights. The Victor Darchinian fights were incredible. Guillermo Rigondal was also a, a boxing lesson that he got, uh, back in 2013. He lost by unanimous decision in what was a one-sided performance by Guillermo Rigondal. He just countered him perfectly and, and was always a step ahead of Nonito Daner on that night. Uh, Mexican boxing, right? The pressure Mexican boxers like Jorge Arce, Nonito Daner has been in there with them. Uh, Jeffrey Matebula was another tough, uh, fight that he had. Fernando Montiel is another good Mexican fighter that he, uh, that he faced. So he's, he's seen it all. He's, he's been in there with some of the greats. Um, and he continues to perform 20 years in, uh, to his decorated career. And he still remains on the top, uh, echelon of the bantamweight division, uh, going for another title here. And should he be successful, he will be the oldest bantamweight to date. And, uh, and he'll for sure, uh, continue to add on to that conversation of a, of a, of being a first ballot hall of famer. Uh, Nonito Daner, the Filipino Flash. I mean, I have so many memories of watching his fights, especially the Vic Darchinian fights back in the day, uh, the two fights that he had or that they had against each other. Now, just to tell you, uh, so this is an interesting fact, the layoff, right? Should ring rust be uh, an issue? It all depends on how it's going to affect each fighter. They both have the same layoff. They were both on the same, they both fought on the same night on November 7th of 2019, and neither one, neither Rubali or Donair has fought since. Now, they fought the brothers, the Inoue brothers. Naoya Inoue and Nonito Donair had an amazing, amazing fight that night in which Naoya Inoue defeats defeats Nonito Daner that night uh, by unanimous decision, all 12 rounds of action, and that ended up being the fight of the year for 2019. Nonito Daner being that deep into his storied career and has a fight of the year against the up-and-coming monster Naoya Inoue. And then his younger brother was in action earlier that night against Nordinu Bali in Takuma Inoue. And Nordinu Bali beats the young Inoue, Takuma Inoue, by unanimous decision as well. That was November 7th of 2019. And Nordinu Bali has that WBC bantamweight title around his waist at the moment. He's looking to defend it. He's the favorite. Because he is a heavy puncher and he has the young record 
This is something else that I want to point out. Don't let the age fool you because yes, he has a young record and he has a young career record, but he's not young himself. The Frenchman is actually 34 years old when he steps into the ring tomorrow to Nonito's 38 years of age. Nonito has a lot more wear and tear, yes, because of a 20-year career, and Ubali just started in 2014, so he has a young career, but he is an older guy. So he started his career at a later stage in life. He's in great shape. He boxes great. He performs great. But how are these layoffs going to affect each of them? Who knows? The layoff may be a negative for Ubali in this stage of uh, of his career, where it may be a welcomed layoff for Nonito Daner in the story 20-year career that he has and still going strong, challenging for a title. So Linares on one side of the country in the West Coast, right? Uh, just a, just a couple states uh, away or one state away. Uh, he's going to be at the Mandalay Linares in a 19 year career, looking to make history himself and get him, get, get, get his hands on another, um, major world title. If, should he defeat Devin Haney? And then you got in California, Nonito Daner with a 20 year career and looking to make history himself personal and boxing history uh, in that bantamweight division. Amazing, amazing fight. That one will be on Showtime. Uh, the uh, Linares Haney will be brought to you by The Zone. And as I mentioned, WBC also will be in full action when it comes to the women's division. Uh, Chantel, Chantel Cameron is going to be defending her, her title as well against Puerto Rican hard-hitting uh, Hernandez. So that's going to be, it's going to be an interesting night of fights. I believe also on the Linares card, another fight to keep an eye out for. It's in the middleweight division. Uh, the legend's son, uh, Sugar Shane Mosley's son, Sugar Shane Mosley Jr. is going to be fighting uh, against uh, Jason Quigley in the middleweight division. So that's going to be, that's going to be an interesting fight as well. Um, it's, it's going to be a fun Saturday, guys, but Nonito Daner, Jorge Linares on one side, uh, that's going to be the DAZN card. If you could catch both of them, catch both of them, because that's going to be, that's going to be something to, uh, to, to watch. A lot of action promised on both of these cards. I don't think either one's going to be a, a sleeper. Yep. Chantel Cameron, uh, WBC, did I get it? A super lightweight title. Yeah. So the super lightweight title. So she'll be fighting Melissa Hernandez. That's going to be a 10 rounder, of course. Um, and Melissa Hernandez brings a, a 23-7 and 3 uh, record to Chantel Cameron's perfect 13-0 and 0 record. So Chantel Cameron, the favorite there. Uh, Melissa Hernandez, a harder hitter uh, and has, I mean, you're looking at 20 fights over Chantel Cameron, right? 33 fights overall, 23 victories, 7 losses, 3 draws. Chantel Cameron with a perfect record. Jason Quigley, 18-1. and 1. Shane Mosley Jr., 17 and 3 on that undercard of Devin Haney, Jorge Linares. And that's going to be an amazing one in the zone. I had a, a pre, my previous episode was actually talking about that fight and the confusion, uh, where we break down a little bit of the confusion between Teofimo Lopez and Devin Haney's WBC 135 pound respective titles and what the WBC created or the headache that they created for the fans for the boxing world. Um, 
So we broke that down on episode 95, this one dedicated to Nonito Donaire, the Filipino Flash looking to make history. I'm pulling for him. I hate to sound biased, but I'm pulling for him tomorrow. Uh, Nordi Nubali has been destroying his opposition, performing really well. He's the favorite to win, and he's probably the favorite to stop with such a high KO ratio. He's the favorite to put a stop, to put an end to Nonito Donaire. I hope it doesn't. that's not the case, but... The key to victory for Nonito Laner is going to be to box, 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 box. If he's able to control the spacing, to set the tempo early on, control the spacing, Nonito Laner still has a lot of power left in that hand, especially in the left hand. He's very good at mixing up the left hand to the body and bring it immediately up for a left hand hook or a left hand uppercut. If he's able to catch Ubali on those exchanges, um, especially in the center of the ring, Nonito Daner will be successful tomorrow, but he needs to set the tempo. He needs to set the space and give, make sure that Ubali respects his punching power so he doesn't just continue to hunt them down, get inside and press, press him against the ropes and finish him off. If, uh, if he's able to control that, I mean, the, the best, the best comparison that I could, uh, that I could see, um, Nonito Daner uh, maybe applying uh, to this fight or training for this fight would be that of Victor Chinia, which I mentioned several times uh, on this episode. He was similar, similar style, all power, come forward, ready to uh, to embrace that head-on collision and um, and and a slugger at that. Victor Chinia was known for being somewhat of a bully in the ring, and uh, and Nordino Bali is very good at that. His boxing is good. Nonitos is definitely better, more refined. The punching power, the favor is by far on the Nordino Bali side. And um, should he be successful, you could bet that he's going to get the old. He already beat the young Inoue in Takuma Inoue. You could bet that the next fight for Nordino Bali, should he be successful against Nonito, is going to be against none other than the monster in Naoya Inoue uh, for his next fight. So that would be interesting as well for Nonito. Maybe we get a rematch of what was the fight of the year in 2019. Should he beat Nordinu Bali, get his hand on the title? You bet that the, he's going to be looking to get back in the ring against Naoya Inoue. And then the other champions in that division, of course, Guillermo Rigondeaux, looking to unify against uh, John Riel Casimero. That fight is scheduled for August. So this division is at an all-time great spot right now with great names and great storylines there. Um, where Nonito Daner also has a past with Guillermo Rigondeaux, both of them on the older side, a lot more experienced now should they even see each other in the ring uh, at this stage of their careers. So best of luck to the Filipino Flash. Of course, may the best man win. Nordino Bali, very impressive himself. So the Frenchman versus the Filipino fighter here, Pinoy Power. I'm going to be pulling for Filipino Flash on this one. And then, of course, Linares. Devin Haney, just a state away at the Mandalay Bay in Las Vegas. So enjoy this Saturday, a Saturday full of fights, full of great, great showings. At least as far as the matchmaking on paper looks, it's going to be, both cards are going to be very entertaining, very fun. And uh, the winners are us, the boxing fans. So salute from, from afar. And uh, I cheers to you, my friends. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Tomatolito Show. Enjoy the fights this weekend. I'll talk to you all soon on the recap episodes. Have a good one. Take care.